What are the three types of fashion businesses that you should not be starting? What are the brands that you should say no to? Let me rethink what I'm about to get myself into because it's going to lead nowhere. Well, the market is as confusing as ever. So what are the worst types of clothing brands to start in 2024? Number one is going to be a brand that has a lack of originality. Allow me to elaborate a little bit. A brand that lacks originality is a brand that is just copy pasting the formula that's set by other brands. If you're an activewear brand, it's easy to look at the top dogs and to say, okay, I'm just trying to create the same thing as Gymshark or Athlete. You're going to struggle there for a variety of reasons. When it comes to product differentiation, there's nothing that's going to set you apart in the market from the other brands. Two, when it comes to understanding your customer, these brands, they succeed because they understand their customer. They don't want to operate based on price because you'll never have the scale and the leverage with your manufacturers and the capital that you need to actively make the gross profit margins. You end up putting too much time, too much effort with a inability to innovate. Also, the mindset is coming from the wrong place. If you're unoriginal, you're going to have unoriginal solutions to problems that you've never faced before. Number two is a lack of brand identity. So what is brand identity? Branding is effectively how you make your customers feel about your product. If you look at some of the biggest brands out there, the brands that can command high premiums for the product, something like Lululemon. If you were to deconstruct their products down to the raw materials and the workmanship and the labor, you really wouldn't see the reason to pay $120 for a pair of leggings. The way that they position themselves, it gets you feeling a specific way about the brand. And the way that you choose to justify paying $120 is to purchase a piece of that feeling. There's a confidence or there's a emotional reaction, a push and pull that comes with brand identity. When you sort of don't really know who you are, when you just look very generic, you end up making people feel nothing for your brand. So if you cannot elicit that emotional reaction from your customers, then you're going to really struggle to number one, find the customer. And two, you're going to struggle to communicate to that customer. Number three is you start a brand with a lack of market demand. This is essential because they always say, if you want to be a millionaire, don't start a cupcake business. The same is true even in sportswear. I always recommend customers that to niche down. Niching down makes means taking the total market and starting to segment it into smaller and smaller markets where you can have a more hyper-focused uh, understanding of your target customer. But there are some niches that are not worth going into. So let's look at a niche that is probably worth going into and let's look at a niche that is not worth going into. A good niche that is probably worth going into might be a brand that is focused on core sustainability and is trying to eliminate plastics from all of its products. It's a niche, right? Because we understand that plastics in this day and age can cause issues with um, the way that your body reacts to them. It can cause issues with how it dysregulates your hormones. So there's definitely a market for that. By tapping into that market, you have a unique business opportunity where there's not too many players because not too many people are willing to tackle that problem. There's many unknowns. That's a good market opportunity. What's a bad market opportunity? A bad market opportunity could be that I only create clothing for, let's just say, people that do yoga boxing. And you say, I'm going to provide clothing. Let's just say that market is very small. Not too many people who are interested in yoga boxing. There's limitations to the size of the market. Picking a niche of a niche of a niche where either people don't have the money to buy, either people are just, the market is not sizable enough to accommodate significant year-on-year growth. Because if you're going to put in the effort, you can design the product. You also want trajectory. You also want scale over the years. So picking a market where the cap is relatively small and doesn't encourage size and growth, this is a recipe for disaster because you could have a successful year one, year two, but eventually you're going to be capped. Hopefully that makes sense, guys. If you're interested in consulting with me one-on-one -on -one and you have questions on your business idea or your business plan, you can check the link in the description. If you are a subscriber of the channel, I thank you from the very bottom of my heart. Guys, as I always say, until next time, stay awesome.